Welcome to Dorks on Sports podcast about four dorks talking about sports. My name is Daniel, and uh, we have a very special guest today. We have uh, my dear friend, uh, Raiders fan and Seahawks troll, Patrick Alcorn. Patrick, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's 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 awesome to be here. I, I yeah. think I'm, I'm kind of almost a reformed Seahawks troll at this point. <laughs> like, I've definitely lightened up a little bit on my on my Seahawks. That's because trolling. the Seahawks aren't good anymore, and the Raiders are like actually you know legit now. It's you know <laughs> right. eight nine years ago when the when Russell Wilson first came on board and the Seahawks were just lighting the world on fire. I think like you know I can't remember who our quarterback was, Andrew Walter or somebody terrible like that. Um, yeah, just before Derek Carr came on board. So it was it was a rough time to be a Raiders fan. I had to find other outlets. <laughs> well, that's why that's why we have you on the pod. Uh, you know, the Raiders going to the playoffs for the first time in I don't even know how long, nine years. It's, it's long been, no, it's just five years, but the last five time years. the last time we went, Derek Carr was hurt. He got hurt in that's the, right. the last game. And he was tearing up the league that year, right? He was like, on fire. Yeah, no, he was race. Mm-hmm. And I think that yeah. we proved that he should have been the MVP with how the playoff yeah. game against Houston went. It was it was who is who is the replacement quarterback for the Raiders? It was it was Connor Cook. Connor uh, Cook from, that's from right. Michigan, Michigan State. World beater Connor Cook. They for some <laughs> reason took like they, they used like a fourth round pick on him, I think. Just, yeah. you know, just two or three years yeah. after drafting Carr, it didn't really make a lot of sense. Makes no sense. Um, and I, I, I don't think he's even in the league anymore. Uh, well, we're, we're excited to have you. Um, as always, we got Curtis over here. Uh, Curtis, um, what's, uh, what's your overall feeling about the season? About the Seahawks? Yeah. My overall feeling? Your overall, give me, give me an emotion. I'm just glad we're getting into the offseason. <laughs> Relief. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to see some changes. I want changes to happen. You know, <laughs> I want them to, to be a better team. Start making it happen, Jody Allen. Come on. Yeah. And if, like, if Jody Allen listens to this podcast, we have a lot of great ideas. Jody, we do. we're here. Like, we're available. Spend money on the offensive line. <laughs> and fire Ken Norton Jr., Fire Ken Norton Jr. Fire Ken Norton Jr. (laughs) Uh, We have Alana over here. Alana, how are you doing? I'm doing well. And my feeling about the Seahawks this year is um, I feel surprisingly up for a 7 and 10 season. The end of that season, and I was just looking for DVOA and weighted DVOA for the season, the Seahawks are 8 and 8 on those two scales. So, so that the last time that happened, that was like when they lost in that playoff game to Atlanta, um, the year before they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They had a really ascendant DVOA, uh, and going into the next season, that was when Russell Wilson was like, we're going to be back here or whatever he said. And I just, I have this, I shitty seasons happen. This one happened. I think next season is going to be totally different. I, I agree. I, I, uh, I think that there are a lot of young players on that team that kind of came out through that season. They developed and they asserted themselves as stars on this team. Uh-huh. Um, Russell Wilson getting hurt didn't help anything. Penny's uh-huh. renaissance is really exciting. Um, I think Waldron kind of found his identity and Wilson found his within Waldron's system. Uh-huh. Um, I think that the last five weeks were really good, even though like we lost a bad game against the Bears. Uh, uh-huh. They did some really nice things, which I think, um, you know, weighted the DVOA a little bit in their favor. Uh, For Pete sure. Carroll in the locker room after uh, we beat the crap out of the Cardinals on Sunday um, told the locker room that in this locker room is a nucleus for a championship team. And that's what he told the team in 2011 when uh, the Legion of boom was formed. And after that season, they went seven and nine and he told that locker room, this is a championship team. Uh, I feel really good about this team. I don't think that they're that far away from uh, being contenders. And if uh, if they go to work this offseason, they can make it happen. I'm mm-hmm. really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millie, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, the champion, uh, Millie Meckler, by the way, champ, fantasy champion. Right. That's right. Fantasy <laughs> champion. Go fluff or nutters. Yeah. Um, so my thoughts... On, on the Hawks, looking at it, 
with our backward facing rose colored glasses. Yeah, the last few weeks felt pretty good. And I appreciate what's being said. But I'm also like, if the, uh, who's going to be here next year? I, I don't know. I, I'm feeling really lukewarm on everything right now. And it's probably because I haven't quite come down from the emotions of the last uh, of this last season. But um, I'm just I, I don't have that rah-rah security that I used to have. So I got to get that back and it'll it'll happen. But I don't think it's going to happen for me until I get on more solid ground of knowing uh, who's coming back I, at the very minute, mm-hmm. knowing if, if we're going to fire Ken Norton Jr. Um, and who, who are our coaches? Who's our quarterback? Um, th- then I'll be able to, to tell you how I feel because you might have the nucleus of a championship team, but if we blow it up, we don't. Right. If nobody comes back. Yeah. yeah if everybody was healthy this year, I think we would have made the, we would have yeah. made the, the, at least a wild card spot. If everyone, if Russell had stayed healthy, I think we would. Or Carson. Yeah. yeah. Or Carson. Uh, um, or even Penny. I mean, he. Yeah. He, he, he once again did not manage to play a full season of football. So as promising Man, as he is, I still have a lot of reservations. Season, he did. He was the best. It really player. reminded me of those like Seahawks teams that I loved to hate a few years ago, you know, with, with Marshawn Lynch, who yeah. I later came to love deeply. <laughs> oh, he is. But, man, he is. He's a, he's amazing. But they, they seem to like get back to that a little bit those last few games, get away from like 40 pass attempts for Russell Wilson yes. and actually like yeah. starting to run the ball. Um, but it's got to be the offensive line, right? I mean, you look yeah, at that, yeah, I mean, it's like you got Russell Wilson, you got running backs playing really well, and you've got one of the best receiving cores in the in the, in the league. So, um, if you keep Russell Wilson and you don't give him a line and you don't give him a new center, then there was no keeping Russell Wilson. Yeah, exactly. I almost think you're better. I mean, you're almost better with like a Trent Dilfer type, you know, just like 100%. Get, get, get a game manager, you know, you've got so many solid weapons. Like if you spent that thirty million or whatever that Russ is getting on offensive line and just got they like have, a, they have they have one of the they're in one of the best salary salary cap situations in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And they can they can offload a few veteran salaries of players that weren't particularly productive for him last year to clear up more space. So there's definitely a way to keep Wilson aboard and spend money on the offensive line if they just spent for like impact players and did the reverse of what they have done in recent years which is like get a whole bunch of players and pay them sort of like you know like middle class you know like get a bunch of average players and pay them each like five to six million dollars how about get like one like kick-ass Mm-hmm. and pay Taylor Jones like 12 14 million dollars <laughs> and have that dude just be the stud in the middle of the line and that's what they need to do in my opinion I mean I just how, feel how like, did Gabe Jackson pan out like I, I didn't pay too much attention he, to he did, I, I I looked at I saw where you know where the the pro football focus grades were put forth out in the twitter sphere and his he was both of seattle's guards played poorly this year um he did not grade well and neither did damian lewis who everybody thought was like an emerging talent oh, right yeah the best graded player on their offensive line was uh was um Dwayne Brown, wasn't it? It was Dwayne Brown at 72, which is like way below what he's usually yeah. at. And it sort of felt like he was teetering off. But like now overall, like the 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 way they graded out on the offensive line was not good. It was pretty poor. Do you think part of that is the the division too? I mean, six games against those like I mean, Aaron Donald, and Aaron Chandler, Donald Jones and, Chandler Jones, yeah, like, Chandler know, Jones. The Niners are tough. Arms yeah. up front. Like, I mean, we like, did go three and three in the division, though. I think that, like, yeah. absolutely, the the offensive line is going to be impacted by that. But yeah. like, we beat San Francisco twice. Who beat what? Did they beat Arizona twice? And Arizona beat. They split with Arizona. Okay, with no. Arizona. So we beat San Francisco twice. Who beat the Rams twice? Who beat Arizona twice? Who beat it was it was one of those like um uh, yeah 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 or um yeah. the fucking uh murder sorry 
human <laughs> centipede. It was a human centipede of team <laughs> teams oh. each other. So this is Sorry. this is so here on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> since the Seahawks were losing, we became fans of chaos. And yes. that's all we wanted to see. We just wanted to see chaos in the league. So yes. this is my proposal, Patrick. This is what I want to see happen. I want the Raiders to trade for Russell Wilson. They send us Derek Carr. The Raiders trade for Russell Wilson. <laughs> Pete gets fired. The Raiders hire Pete Carroll. Russell Wilson can't get away. <laughs> I think you're creating. I think you're creating yeah. Patrick's personal human centipede right now. There was, the, yeah, there was like I can see the panic attack in Patrick uh, right now. Well, there were there were rumors right this last off season. There were rumors because I think the Raiders were one of the teams that he was okay with getting traded to, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like terrified of that because I really don't like that guy. Like, I just his personality <laughs> just rubs me. I, I like the way he plays. Like, he's tough. He's he's hard to take down. He used to be accurate. I don't know what happened this year. Um, but I just really don't like his persona. Like, it just comes off phony to me. First, maybe because I'm not a Seahawks fan. Um, he just oh, he's phony off as fuck. And yeah. I just, yeah. it off, oh. Patrick, to, to cap Carr, it off. Uh, Carr does the same, like, you know, very religious, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I, I buy it with Carr for some reason, and I just don't with Russell. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Off, I, don't I think uh, uh, the Buccaneers panic. release Richard <laughs> Sherman. Say. Guess where Richard Sherman goes? I would take Richard Sherman. I w- I'd, be, I'd be okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm happy for the Raiders. Uh, I always, you know, I think that I game. came up in football in the 80s and 90s, and like to, the NFL to me isn't the NFL unless the Raiders are doing pretty good. I always mm-hmm. envied the Raiders uh, when I was coming up in football. Uh, they, uh, you know. In the 80s and 90s, it was like the fad teams were like the high-flying 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys and stuff like that. But I just loved the swag that the Raiders had. They were bullies, and they had that swag. And I always just kind of envied that. And so I like it when the Raiders are good. And uh, and I'm excited that they're in. What, what are their realistic chances in the playoffs, Patrick? You know, I, I really think that we have a super, super good shot at beating the Bengals on, on Saturday. Um, and then after that, I don't know what's going to happen because they, they really have that um, why not us mentality right now. Like they've been playing playoff games for the last four weeks at this point. The Bengals took last week off. They pulled all their starters last week to give them rest. I think that's going to hurt them. I, I, I think that tends to not do well I think for so teams. Too. Um, yeah. And especially when you have a team that's built this momentum like the Raiders have, where like every week it's you have to win or we're done. We have to win or we're done. Um, I'm a little worried about a letdown just the way the last game ended. Um, like that was such like a, almost like a championship feel uh, the way it was like, you know, we had to win. It blew a big lead at the end um, and then pulled it out in overtime. So I, I do worry about that a little bit, but we played the Bengals earlier in the year and it was a, it was a close game up until the fourth quarter. They kind of blew the lid off in the fourth quarter. So I, we can hang with them. Um, it's just, it's just getting pressure. They're really good at kind of quick throws, which can kind of negate our pass rush um, mm. and, and kind of take that away. And that's such a huge part of what that defense does well. You know, um, if, if the Raiders don't kick that field goal, they don't get the Bengals. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. I know. But yeah, they get the Chiefs instead who destroyed us twice. <laughs> yeah, the, so. right. Uh, Maybe that's up. what it was. Maybe they were going for the tie, and then somebody was like, you know, if we yeah. kick this field goal, we, we don't get the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard for any team to beat another team three times in one season, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to, I, I wouldn't want to take my chances with doing that against the Chiefs in the first half. So I think that Raiders Bengals game is the game of the uh, first round of the playoffs. I'm super excited for it because mm-hmm. the Raiders, like you you said, are playing with house money. But I think the Bengals yeah. offense is um, – I've read a lot about how it's replaced the Chiefs offense as the exciting offense in the NFL. Because mm-hmm. Jamar mm-hmm. Chase is – or Jamar Chase. Oh, man. Last week. Oh, man. Dude's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and no. And Burrow is just like really just playing all out, and the ba- and the defense is is quite good as well. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, but all that being said, I still want to talk more about the game that just happened because I think that that was the game of the year. Tell, tell us about what you're thinking about that game. Oh my gosh. So I was super pumped for that game. Like all week. That's all I mm-hmm. can think about. I cooked the dinners for the family. I was like, Heather, I I'm we're ordering pizza that night. Like it's, I know it's Sunday, but I'm not cooking dinner. Um, <laughs> that was like the one thing I was looking forward to all week. And then Sunday morning, the games are going right. And it looks like the Raven it, suddenly Jacksonville's beating Indianapolis. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? Because there was this scenario where the rate that game wouldn't have mattered if if Jacksonville beat the Colts and if the Ravens beat the Steelers. And I knew like the Ravens and Steelers, that's a coin flip game, but there's no way Jacksonville's gonna beat Indianapolis mm-hmm. in a in a must-win game for Indianapolis. Yeah, that's there's what no Indianapolis way. thought too. Unbelievable. <laughs> so I'm watching the morning games and I'm like it's kind of bittersweet because the Ravens are winning Jacksonville's running away with it. I'm like, this is going to be a meaningless game all of a sudden. Like I've been building this up is this like, Oh my God, I can't wait. And it's like, now it's going to be, it doesn't matter. Um, so it's was, it was kind of like bittersweet when the Steelers won that game at the end, they want to think in overtime too on the last. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, the, the game's starting and, you know, I'm super into it. Raiders get off to a pretty good start. Chargers. It's a little back and forth, get to the fourth quarter four and a half minutes left up by 15 fourth and 21 for the chargers. I'm like, this thing's done. And then 23 yard touchdown, go for two, get it. Suddenly it's a seven point game. Okay. I'm biting my nails a little bit. And then that last drive, my God, just amazing. Just like fourth down after fourth down. I loved that the one fourth down they didn't convert was the total Brandon Staley move of going for it on fourth and two from your own, I think, 18-yard mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. in the I third quarter. <clears throat> I thought that was – I knew that he was going to do one of those. He does that all the time. Um, and I guess the numbers, you know, justify that somehow. But um, I just don't see the risk-reward there. I mean, it's like you you fail and you give at least three points to the other team. Agreed. You know, yeah. If you get that first down, then what? It's first and 10 from your own 21. Like, it's not like you're in great position. You still have to go the rest of the field. It's just being drunk on the analytics is what I said. I think so. I I think so. So yeah, I I, I was going crazy the whole game. Every, every fourth down, I'm just, I'm standing up like, come on, this is the one get off the field. (laughs) Um, And then just conversion after conversion. I'm like, Oh God. And then when it went into overtime, I, I, I mean, the chargers had all the momentum. I thought that we were, that we were going to be toast. Um, So to pull that out, you know, and when it got to where it was like, Okay, it's going to be a tie or a win, barring some like crazy blocked field goal. Um, I was feeling pretty good, but because it was the Chargers, even though I hate the Steelers, um, it felt pretty good to like, you know what? We're not going to do the tie. You guys go home now. <laughs> it looks like it was a decision they made in the moment too. When Staley called that timeout, it was like, oh, I guess we will win then. Okay, thanks. I think that was part of it, yeah, because they weren't. They, I mean, it would have been like a, a pretty long, like kind of risky field goal. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, you risk the, you run the risk of it coming up short and then you know returning it. Like a, there was like an Auburn Alabama game a few years ago that, that ended that way. Um, so, so when they called that timeout and then we, you know, busted a, a nice like 10 yard run by Jacobs. Suddenly it's like, oh, now this is kind of like a 45 yard field goal. This is a lot easier now. There was mm-hmm. an interview with Carr where, um, you know, I think she straight up asked him that. And he was like, yeah, they called the timeout. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they had all resigned themselves to the idea. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll just tie. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to do anything God, stupid, like a super uh, that's long That's what we were hoping goal. for. Yeah. They yeah. were absolutely prepared to, to just get the tie. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that the Steelers return the favor and beat the Chiefs this weekend. I I, I, I don't I don't <laughs> I really see that. I don't like their that. chances, but I, I don't like their chances. I know I can't stand him. I Roethlisberger, I'm ready for him to be out of the league, but yeah. um if he could win one more game, I'd be okay with that. I, well, no self respect Because the Chiefs are the Seahawks only team that scares fan. me. Like, no if I look, sorry, go ahead. I say no self-respecting Seahawks fan is ever going to root for the Steelers. Yeah, so. no, that's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but the Chiefs are the only team in the AFC right now that that scares me. That like I feel like, and you know, maybe it's because they just destroyed us twice. Mm-hmm. But I think all the other teams like they're they're beatable. Like even Tennessee is the one seed. I mean, I know Derrick Henry's coming back, but that team has played some really iffy games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they so. lose to Houston. Or the no, they yeah, lost to the so. Jets too. The Jets, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've 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 been really close with some bad teams. Um, 
Buffalo and New England, I think, are pretty inconsistent as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really – nobody else really scares me the way the Chiefs do. Yeah, well, any team that's going to have Pat Mahomes is is going to be, you know – I mean, they just have so many weapons on that yeah. offense. Yeah. They're just – they're yeah. so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get into predictions? Do we want to do we want to make some predictions for the weekend? Sure. Why don't we just go into that? Run down some predictions. Uh, all right. So we got on the docket. We have on Saturday. It starts off with the Raiders, Bengals, and then we got the Patriots and Bills. So this is my prediction. Uh, I I like the Raiders. Um, I am going to go. Uh, Raiders win this one by three. I'm going to say it's twenty one. Uh, so maybe they went by four twenty one seventeen, um, and then we got the Patriots and Bills. I think the Bills are the more talented team, but I'm never going to bet against Bill Belichick in the playoffs. So I'm taking the Patriots. Um, and uh, I don't know this one. I'm gonna say Patriots twenty eight, Bills twenty one. Uh, we got Sunday, we got Eagles, Bucks, 49ers, Cowboys, Steelers, Chiefs, uh, Eagles, Bucks. I hate the Eagles. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to blow them out of the water. I think they score a bunch of points. I think it's like 35 to 14. I think it's going to be, um, I think they're just going to like run away with it. 49ers Cowboys. Um, I was shocked to learn that the 49ers actually won 10 games this season. They, they do not look like a team that won 10 games. Uh, the Cowboys have some momentum. Uh, that defense is really good. Um, you know, Dak Prescott is playing out of his mind. Uh, I think they're going to take it to the 49ers 28 to 17. Then we got Steelers Chiefs. The Steelers are going to run away with them. This one's going to be gross. It's going to be like 42 to 13. Um, the Steelers are going to win? Okay. The Chiefs are going to win that one. And then on Monday, we got Cardinals Rams. Um, this one's a little hard for me. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Rams because... <laughs> I don't, I don't like the, the Cardinals have a really talented team and it, but they lack discipline. And I think Sean McVay always has his teams playing tight. Um, I think the Rams are going to win this one. I'm going to say it's, uh, oh, geez, I don't know. 24 to 21. Yeah. Alana. Just gonna, yeah. I'm just going to sit there. I am not going to call score on these. Um, um, no, don't worry about it. Uh, Bengals and uh, Raiders. I think that's the game of the weekend. Uh, I think it's tons of scoring. Uh, I think the Bengals win. Sorry, Patrick. I just, I really like that Bengals team. Uh, Bills team. and um, Bills in New England. Uh, I think the, Bills smoke them actually, uh, even though we're going to see three pass Max Strong again in that negative ten weather or whatever they have. I just think Buffalo is is a better team uh, by a wide margin, and I think they play to their capacity. Um, Eagles Bucks, I don't even want to talk. Bucks win, uh, smoke them. Uh, Dallas San Francisco. This Dallas is the team I'm rooting for in the NFC. That's how garbage the NFC playoffs are this year. <laughs> they like, truly are. Garbage. Who, who else am I supposed to root for? The Rams. Sure, you got three. You got three division rivals in the playoffs. Yeah, right? and then yeah, kind of... and the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles aren't going to beat the Bucks, and the Bucks have Tom Brady. So I'm left with yeah. the the Cowboys, and the Packers are the worst team in the history of sports. So. Um, Anyway, Dallas is beating San Francisco. Kansas City is going to smoke Pittsburgh. I'm going to pick. Um, I'm going to pick a Cardinals upset, even though I, th I think Matt Stafford comes to play. Let's just say that, and the Cardinals win. <laughs> we get a Stafford game. I like it. All right, Millie, give me some predictions. All righty. So here's the thing. My Christmas of football is not the Super Bowl. It is and always will be wild card weekend. It is a weekend that I try to make zero plans because I am going to sit there and watch every game and every play. I am within this group, the one who watches red zone most Sunday. So it's nothing but, you know, constant football and scoring. So um, this is just going to be so wonderful for me because I get the full story, which I appreciate as well. 
The other thing I love about wildcard weekend is all the upsets. And I have to keep that in mind because when I first look at my predictions, they're pretty much, you know, home team seating. And I, I have to remember that when I, when I make a pick. So with that said, um, I absolutely believe in the Bengals. Uh, everyone knows they're my, they're my dark horse, hopeful team. So I got to I got to go with the Bengals. Uh, Patriots bills. See, the problem is my whole theory with upsets, because I really think the bills are going to go. Then I'm going to stick with it. So I'm going to go with the bills. That gets you to the Eagles and the Buccaneers. I mean, do I really think Tom Brady's going to like throw a shoe? (laughs) Sure. Why not? I'm doing it. Um, I'll, I'll take the Eagles. Nice. Wow. Yes. I like right. Um, my other upset is definitely the 49ers over the Cowboys. As somebody who suffered through a fantasy season of accidentally getting too many Cowboys on her roster, <laughs> I know how absolutely hot, cold, horrible they are, most especially Dak Prescott, who I think folds under pressure, falls apart, and they get destroyed by the weirdly successful and yet still gimpy 49ers. He's the most overrated player in the league, I think. Dak, he's so overrated. I I, I, I don't get it. I I like him, Um, but I I don't. Russell Wilson like him. It takes, it doesn't take much. If you're the quarterback of the Cowboys, you will be overrated. Totally. Yeah, that's. that's, Would you rather have Tony Romo or Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott for me. and, and don't get me wrong, Dak is he is especially when he's on. He is fun to watch. He is interesting. He allowed me to like the Cowboys again um, instead of having pure hatred for them. Uh, that that Aaron Rodgers also allowed me to like the Cowboys again. I just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hatred has definitely moved over the years. Um, it was the Vikings for a long time. Steelers. Um, oh yeah, I really hated uh, the Vikings. I had a real thing against uh, Moss, but mm. now he's like a commentator and he's delightful. And he's all, you got mossed, and he's a lot of fun. But as a player, I hated that man with a fiery, fiery passion. Um, and now it's all focused on Green Bay, you know. Ooh. Yeah, um, okay. the, we here at the podcast, we're not big fans of Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, oh, no. I feel, it sucks because, like, I started the year thinking, like, you know, I love Jeopardy. He hosted Jeopardy. I was like, hey, you know, this Aaron Rodgers. I kind of like this guy. And then all the, like, vaccine stuff and – um, he just thinks he's way yeah. smarter than everybody else. He he feels he like does, a, yeah. a Reddit troll. Like like if you mm-hmm. were if a wizard were to turn Reddit into a football player, you'd get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you get you would get Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee. Yeah. And if Devonte Adams, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if Devonte Adams is listening to the podcast, go back to Derek Carr, your college buddy. You know, don't don't waste your time with Aaron Rodgers. He oh seems like a gem too, like a real good dude. Devonte, yeah. Yeah, Derek Carr is a cool dude. Well, I don't I know if he's a cool dude, but he's a nice dude. I meant Devontae, but Derek Carr. Oh, Devontae? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I am actually quite fond of Derek Carr as well. I'm I'm so happy to see him succeeding. Oh, um, I felt so deeply in love when they showed a, a close-up of his face as he called the timeout right before the field goal. He had oh, this yes. like wicked side smile on his oh. face. It was beautiful. It was this total like, yeah, fuck you guys. I uh, loved it. So to finish out my uh predictions i can never pick the steelers so i have to go to the chiefs and um way way back a long time ago i did in fact pick the rams uh when it came to the nfc so uh i don't have enough upsets here but i'm gonna go with the rams all right curtis give me some predictions all right uh raiders at cincinnati Sorry, Patrick. I gotta go Bengals with that one. I feel like no faith, Patrick. I got you. I just feel like home field advantage. There, the the crowd's gonna be jacked up. They haven't been there for a long time, uh, and they got My that. Brother. They got they got that chase, dude. And I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy to see the Raiders upset that and get that win. But I'm gonna pick the Bengals. I'm gonna say twenty-eight, twenty-three. Uh, Patriots at the Bills. I think the Bills are going to handle that one. 
10 points. I'm going to say 27-17. Eagles at the Bucks. Man, I don't think it's going to be Gardner Menchu's day. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> I like Gardner Menchu. You're saying Gardner Minshew is mean, so going to outplay uh, Tom Brady? No, he's not. He's no. going to get humiliated. Uh, it's going to be 34-13 if they're lucky. Uh, Wait, sorry, over is, the is, Eagles. Is Jalen Hurts not playing? For some reason, I thought he was. Oh yeah, there's Jalen Hurts there too. Well, that might be the one that's playing there, but it hasn't it's been Minshew lately, right? No, yeah, it's been Hurts. Hurts is back. Just this last week. Just yeah, last week. Back. Yeah, but Minshew's Minshew the kind of guy that for Seattle, like, spend all that money on the offensive line, bring in Minshew, he'll win some games. While you I actually agree with that, Patrick. I think if Minshew was a game manager uh, with an offensive <laughs> line in uh, in Seattle, uh, he'd win some games. Yeah. I believe we talked about this in the off season uh, amongst the Dork group here, yeah. and uh, I yeah. wasn't. I was also in favor of a Minshew if that I, had to happen. I, 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 I just think I, I believe in Minshew magic. I just I'm, he's I'm got not, some moxie. I can't shake the, he's got the moxie. He's got the match. I think it's a real deal. He's got the mustache. The just, I like it. He can fit in as a Seattle hipster. Yeah. yeah. If you look at his efficiency numbers throughout, yeah, they're all they've all been solid. Anyhow, I'll move forward. <laughs> So Here's my starts. upset. I think the 49ers are going to beat the Cowboys at home 27-24. So wait, uh, what was your? 27-24. Uh, no, for the Eagles Bucks. Are you huh? picking the Bucks, I guess? No, the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. 34-13 okay. Buccaneers over the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are going to lose because they're going to play Jalen Hurts instead of Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Uh, and then you, I'm sorry, you said the 49ers 27-24. 49ers 27 over the Cowboys. Yeah, I think I think I think Shanahan's gonna gonna run on that team, and I think that's gonna get them out of what they love to do with the pass rush. Um, that's my vibe there. Uh, the Chiefs are gonna trounce the Steelers. Um, 35-13. Um, and then the Cardinals are going to upset the Rams 31, 28. It's going to be, wow. a, it's going to be an exciting game. I think that's going to be and the with like a, a Matt game. Stafford pick six. Mm, yeah. I'm not a Stafford buyer. I'm not a car's way better than Stafford. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I'm not a Stafford guy. I, and yeah, that'll be a fun loss to watch. Well, the only game we all agree on is. The we didn't give Patrick yeah, a chance. Patrick in there. I apologize. Oh, that's Patrick, fine. what are your picks? Um, well, obviously, I'm going with the Raiders on Saturday. My brother's going to be at the game. If it wasn't for this stupid Omicron spike, I would be there too. Oh. But we decided that traveling to Chicago and then driving to Cincinnati for, with the stadium full of 80,000 people was probably not the the best for kids in school probably not wearing masks yeah i yeah. don't think the midwest is uh is is very mask friendly there no no if yeah if, if, if it wasn't if it was summertime and we didn't have to worry about the kids at school like mm -hmm. then maybe but I'm, I'm not running the risk of having to keep them home anyway uh i gotta go with the raiders i think it's going to be low scoring i think it's supposed to be really cold um i think it's going to be a low scoring game i think daniel carlson who's had a great year he hasn't missed a kick all year knock on wood um I think he does all the scoring. I think it's 18-11 Raiders. Six field goals from Daniel Carlson. Oh, that nice. sounds like a great How, how does Cincinnati get to 11? They uh, they go for two. They, they okay. have a field okay. goal, and then they, then they score a touchdown and go for two. They don't get that last-second touchdown that the Chargers got to tie it. That's, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. the difference here. All right. Um, Pats, Bills. Pats, Bills. I'm, I'm going to go with the Pats. I think that this is the uh, – I think it's definitely – I mean, sorry, the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. Um there's been a lot of talk about all the rookie quarterbacks. I think I think the rookie quarterbacks fall on their face this weekend, uh, not buying Mac Jones. Um, Bills are super talented. Um, and I don't think it's actually that close. I'm going to say 31 to 13 Bills. I think they trounce them. Um, this, I think, is going to put the wild in a wild card weekend. I think the Eagles beat the Bucks. Nice. Um, because I they do. Like I to you. No, I think Jalen Hurts is going to – he's going to establish himself as, like, a legit NFL quarterback. He's yeah. looked pretty good um, in the in the times that he's been able to play. He's been hurt a lot. But um, I think that defense is solid. I think it's it's one of those, like, lunch pail type teams, you know, um, that they don't necessarily have, like, the big stars, but they just come in and get the job done. Um, I think there's a lot going on in Tampa with all the, you know, Antonio Brown stuff. I think that they're, you know, 
maybe believe in their own hype a little too much. And, and I, I think that the, the Eagles uh, come in and surprise everybody. Uh, I think the overconfidence absolutely works against the Bucks. I think they, yeah. uh, their team is, is not playing against the team they're about to play. They're thinking too far ahead. Mm-hmm. And I think they go down. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it's close. I'm going to say 21, 20, um, the Eagles. So if that's, that's my parlay, the money line there with the, uh, <laughs> the, the bills, the Raiders and the Eagles, I'm going to make a fortune. Um, let's see what's next. The, the 49ers, 49ers Cowboys. Oh, 49ers Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I agree with Millie on this one. I think the Cowboys are too inconsistent. Maybe it's because I had Zeke Elliott on my fantasy team. Um, and I, I think that defense is, is overrated. I think, um, Diggs, you know, got a lot of interceptions, but he got torched a lot. Um, and I think Debo Samuel is one of the most talented people in the league and he's going to run wild on that defense. Um, and then, you know, that style of offense that, that the Niners play, it's just, you know, very old school, run the ball, run the ball. Um, I think it's going to keep the ball away from Dallas. And um, I would I too if I was Jimmy G as my quarterback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't trust the receivers in Dallas at all. Um, Amari Cooper, former Raider, has a bad uh, habit of disappearing in big games and, and dropping the ball. So I'm going with the 49ers. Um, 1710. Okay. Steelers, right, Chiefs. I really want to go with the Steelers, but I, I can't. The Chiefs are, are just too talented. And it's time for Ben Roethlisberger to go home. So, um, yeah, I'll go with the Chiefs 31 to 10. <laughs> I hate the Chiefs so much. And finally, Monday, we have Cardinals, Rams. Yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals in that one. I, 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 I'm with Curtis. Uh, Matthew Stafford is um, not the guy. Uh, I think he throws three picks and they get pretty embarrassed. Uh, 28 to seven. I love how Ooh. Matthew Stafford was the darling of the media. Like everybody was like, oh, Matthew Stafford on, on a McVay offense. He's going to be the MVP. Here at the podcast, we were perplexed why they gave up so much for Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford throws a whole lot of yards uh, and then disappears into a game. Like he loses games. He throws a bunch of yards and then he tosses a pick that'll lose the game. And then lo and behold, that's the Matthew Stafford they get. Like the Rams could have won 12 games with Jared Goff as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And save the draft picks. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I I was baffled by that choice. And uh, and I think the Rams, uh, you know, had a rude awakening there. I'm nervous because anytime everybody picks the same team to win, that's usually the big upset, but hopefully we're all right. And the Steelers, I mean, they just shouldn't even be in the playoffs. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't believe it. I I just want to jump in for one second because I did actually do a little homework and prepared a question for Patrick uh, for our podcast, because Patrick, I look at the Raiders and, and my question for you is who is your favorite ex Seahawks on the Raiders team <laughs> on the current Raiders team? Yeah. <laughs> you got three of them, I think. Right. Yeah. Who we got KJ, right. Um, KJ. Uh, Quentin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Oh, Quentin, Quentin Jefferson. Jefferson. I forgot he played yeah, the Seahawks. Yeah. 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 And uh, apparently Jordan Simmons. Oh right. Uh, yeah. uh, guard. He's a guard, I think. Yeah, he was a guard. Um of that group, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with Quentin Jefferson. I thought he had a great game uh against the Chargers this last week. He was he didn't really show up in the stat sheet, but he was super disruptive. Yeah, um, he really good, helped player. Yeah, yeah, he got some of that inside pressure on, on Herbert that allowed uh Yannick and, and Max Crosby to come in from the outside. So uh, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Jefferson. But all time favorite, definitely Marshawn Lynch. When he came to the Raiders, I was stoked. I love Marshawn. He might I, be I hosting an Amazon show, like the Amazon oh, version the of process. the Manning Brothers, where yeah. he just be sitting there with his fucking <laughs> uh, crown or or no, whatever yeah. it is he drinks. And oh, his man. short appearance on the Manning cast was, it was the it, the, it, the, the best yeah. guest guest yeah. host on that show. <laughs> yeah. You didn't, you put him on live TV when he can just be at his house drinking and smoking whatever he wants. That's a a choice. (laughs) I got my question for Patrick. 
uh, what do you think of the uh, what do you think of the rumblings of um, Jim Harbaugh being interested in the uh, coaching gig? Yeah, that's uh, you know it, it's hard to say because I really think if if Basaccia, you know, if the Raiders beat the Bengals on Saturday, I don't know how you don't you don't roll with him as, as your yeah, head coach next yeah. year, you know, like what he did with this team and all the distractions, you know, not even just Rudin, but then Henry Ruggs, of course, and that, that whole tragedy, mm-hmm. like, and the injuries and the COVID, I mean, you know, Darren Waller's probably our best offensive weapon. He was gone for four or five weeks, you know, and they still held it together. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's a reason, you know, they chose him and not, you know, Gus Bradley, who has head coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Um they, they chose Basachi and Mayock said that he's the best leader he's ever been around. So mm-hmm. um, I think that if, if Mayock stays and the Raiders win, I, I, I don't see how you let go of Basachi at that point. I really want them to b- bring Gus Bradley back. I think what he did with that defense, mm-hmm. the last, the last, the end of the season there, that was a completely different defense. And it was exciting because it was like actually felt like you could get some stops, which hasn't happened in a long time. I, I'd love the Seahawks to bring Gus Bradley back. Yeah, I so. would too. Yeah, I, so I would I, say, I, I, oh, go ahead. Sam. No, I'm just saying I'm gonna I'm gonna be really that, that's the only thing that bums like in a vacuum. I love the idea of Harbaugh coaching the Raiders, mm-hmm. um, but if that means you don't get Gus Bradley back, um, but you probably get. Cars, Cars had so many head coaches yeah. throughout his career. It's like, give him, a, give him some continuity, you know? Um, Sachi is my vote for coach of the year. I mean, the, the amount that he managed from that position while getting the team into the playoffs. Like, I if, if you move on from him, unless he's like, I don't want this. I want right. to be whatever he was before. Special team coach, yeah. Specialty, like, that's what I want to do. That's where my mm-hmm. love is, then by all means. But like, he is – it's impressive. Isn't this like the first time in 60 years that we have a midseason coaching change? Yep. That yep, made that's it what the I was playoffs? about to say. It's been, yeah, since the early 60s, first time. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's I huge, right? You have to keep him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think you're right, though, Alon. I think that's a really good point. Unless he's like, you know what, I don't want it. Um, I think, yeah. Why not? I mean, why would you switch it up at this point? Right. With all the momentum going, like – you know, all that team has been through, unless you're going to just blow up the whole roster, um, keep it together because whatever they've got there is working. Why would they blow it up? They're a playoff team. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, that's, uh, you know, Raiders Twitter is like, uh, there's a good 40, 45% that is like totally anti-car. What? Why do they not want Derek Carr? Derek Carr, to me, is a top 10 quarterback in this league. Yeah. He's like 30 years old. He can be a top I, 10 quarterback for like five to six to seven more years. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's it's because um, he struggles in the red zone. I think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, they, there's a feeling that he checks down too much. I think that's the style of the offense that they run. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually did throw a lot of deep balls this year and had like some of the best numbers in the league doing it. So um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely out there. He gets franchise he gets quarterbacks are so hard to come by when you yeah. find yeah. one, you hold on to it. Yeah. I'm like, what are you going to get? That's better than him. I don't exactly. understand. It's like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Unless they, uh, you want to bring in Gardner Minshew? <laughs> no. I got him into anybody when I got him to meet you. I love I love the Marcus Mariota that you know the the plays that they're running with Marcus Mariota. I think that's um, that's good. And I think that hurt us when he was out this year too, actually, because they built a lot of that offense around having having that switch up and having him come in and run some read options. Um, so losing that losing that hurt. Well, uh, go with Mariota, podcast. Right? What's that? You guys could roll with Mariota, couldn't you? It's not bad. And a Pete Carroll yeah, offense. The oh, Seahawks yeah. were to trade Russell Wilson for a boatload of picks, uh, <laughs> and they brought Mariota to compete with some dudes. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, he's talented. Give yeah. us, give us Jordan Brooks. We'll give you Marcus Mariota. Uh, oof! I, uh, <laughs> glad to hear that. I'm would... glad to hear that somebody else likes Jordan Brooks. That's not I want. No, I want so. you. I want your. I want your white dude <laughs> pass rusher. The the Max Crosby guy. Yeah, yeah, I want that guy. He's good. That guy's that a monster man. It's so. It's such a fun team to root for. But, you know, with him and with with Waller, they both 
are very public about their struggles with sobriety and, uh, you know, and their recovery. It's just, it's a, it's a fun team to root for, for sure. Well, here on the Pat, uh, the podcast, Patrick, uh, we like to uh, end the end the podcast with a segment we call Dorkin, uh, where we just dork out about some things that uh, that that we're enjoying in the past week. Um, I'll start. I don't have a ton to say. Alana's already said it on past podcasts, but I just started getting into Station Eleven, um, and I am in love with that show. HBO. Uh, it's about a flu pandemic that kills like ninety nine percent of the human population, and then cuts to twenty years in the future in this post pandemic apocalypse, and uh, makes the apocalypse look pretty good. I was just, I was telling a lot. I was like, you know, like uh, it, it follows a, a traveling Shakespeare company who's, who goes from town to town um, performing Shakespeare for, you know, food and supplies and stuff like that. And, uh, and I was looking at that and going like out of capitalism, you know, like out of all this COVID nonsense, out of a pandemic, that doesn't look so bad. We're still doing Shakespeare. I don't know. I like it. Anyway, Station Eleven. Uh, apparently, it's it's having its season finale this week. Um, check it out. Uh, it's a really beautiful, really lovely uh, TV show, um, and I enjoy it a lot. Uh, Alana, what what are you dorking out about? I can't express enough how excited I am, uh, and no offense, for this podcast to end, so I can go watch the finale of Station Eleven because <laughs> yeah. it has it has the possibility of being one of the top five shows I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it is phenomenal the last episode was deeply 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 moving and beautiful uh, and i look forward to seeing more of it i also wanted to give a quick shout out to two video games i've been playing one is outer wilds which i'm playing with the kid i love that game it's great um uh you play a space uh, an astronaut on a, a planet uh and you there's a time loop element in it i don't want to say too much else um, because I think it is worth discovering as you play. And then Psychonauts 2 is the other one that I'm playing, which is basically like if you took the movie Inside Out and turned it into an action-based video game uh, and we're trying to help people with their trauma while you were inside their brain. It's wonderful and fun. So what, uh, what platform is that for? Uh, that, that Psychonauts 2 is, I think, Xbox, PS, uh, everything but Switch, I think. Okay. That sounds fun. Um, and then Outer Wilds is everything. Yeah. So cool. Curtis, what are you dorking out about? I watched that uh the, the Eternals movie. Oh cool. What you what'd you think? <laughs> God, you know, it was a turkey. <laughs> it was a turkey. Marvel is not Marvel, a good movie. Marvel made a turkey. It was, I was, I was entertained in, in, in spaces of it, but like the, the, the Rob Stark character is the, uh, uh, the, the Icarus with the laser eyes of super, it was like, did Zack Snyder, like, like, like get in there and get into that studio and just like give everybody quaaludes or something like what the movie all about <laughs> yeah. it felt like it was something out of the whole dc thing it was just and like, like i went, i, I mean, did it, it it was like what there was there was there was funny moments sure there's always levity in these movies but then like the amount of melodrama that you know the 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 Rob Stark guy was doing uh, and emoting. I was just like going like this does. By not... the way, and they threw the... a sex scene in there. There's it's no the, yeah, it's the first time Marvel has had a sex scene, and it is the like least erotic sex oh my scene God. I, I, I have ever, ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, I just felt yeah. bad for her. I was just like, why? Why are <laughs> right. they throwing this at her? Uh, anyhow that's it right. well i haven't seen it yet but now my expectations are so low well you kind of have to watch it for the stink bomb that it is i mean oh, it's sort yeah. of like but it's a long one i mean it goes on for like two and a half hours <laughs> billy what are you darking out on so uh you know last week i was like i don't even have anything so you know uh, I, meant, I i have to i had to try something new and uh i actually talked the hubs into trying something new so that was that's that's a win so we decided to try um raised by wolves <clears throat> on hbo we've only seen the first episode so i got no idea where this is going um first episode is is 
fascinating and interesting and wildly in uh there's just so much going on um but visually really cool and so ridley scott one right yeah yeah, yeah it's really oh scott. i know what you're i know what you're talking it's, about yeah. um you know at least the premise from the first episode is that basically uh humanity's done and these there's there's an arc of of uh of humans with a lot of children uh supposedly headed for this other planet and it was like this faction war and 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 sort of the uh it's 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 very much it's it's atheists versus these believers um so it's it's it really gets into religion from what i can tell and the atheists had androids and these androids brought these uh fetuses to this planet and basically turn them into children um and and that's then a lot of things happen i don't i don't want to tell people too much but uh, don't get attached to anybody even if they're children i'll tell you that um i, I think that was a true weird. nightmare i had once it's weird but it's good and visually it's doing stuff that i haven't seen and and that's always neat especially with the androids so um I'm into it. I'm curious what will happen in the next few episodes and if I can keep the hubs in, in uh, involved. But uh, it's different. I'm trying it. It just renewed it for uh, season two is about to come out. Right. Wow. All right. You have to, you'll have to let us know uh, in, in another podcast uh, how it's going, Millie. <laughs> yeah, check in. And I'll be like, don't watch it. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Patrick, are you, are you dorking out on anything? What if you? Yeah, we got now? a we got a Nintendo Switch for the family for yeah. Christmas. Oh, nice. um, yeah. And I'm like two years too late to this, but I'm, I've been loving Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> I just outed myself as the softest Raiders fan in the country, I think. Uh, but um, yeah, it's funny because when we set it up, I had no idea what the game was like. Uh, my son, who's six, uh, was the first one to play, so I like set up an account for him. Blah blah blah. And then he's the resident representative. So like everything runs through him. Like we can't progress <laughs> and get new things until he does certain tasks. Oh, um, so I have to like beg my kid to play video games so that I can continue progressing. And I need a ladder. <laughs> and I looked up how to get a ladder and you have to go to an island and get somebody else to come to our island. So you need to play this game now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that game has been a lot of fun. Other than that, I'm watching Seinfeld right now. Rewatching Seinfeld as I go to bed, which, man, it, it, it's still funny as hell. But there are definitely some moments where you're like, "Ooh, that would not fly today." Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast, Patrick. Oh, it's been so fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, go Raiders. I, I'm I'm yeah um you know uh if you're listening uh you know wherever you're listening to this podcast spotify apple whatever uh follow us on there tell your friends all of that follow curtis's blog 12life.com uh he has some really insightful things to say on there uh once again my name is daniel for alana uh patrick millie curtis the rest of 12s saying goodbye and go hawks go hawks go hawks go raiders Hey, go on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>